You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. But you know the bane of my existence in life is video replay. I'm so tired of it. Why do we have it? Ah! Everybody's mad when the call doesn't go your way. So they called interference on that onside kick, and we didn't get the ball back. They're not supposed to be able to call that. Just supposed to be scoring. Well, you wouldn't have cared. If you hadn't got the ball back, the correct call was made. On the road with the Rod Peterson Show. You betcha. It's another day live from sunny Florida. Hot one today. Going to get to 91 Fahrenheit. Everybody, welcome. And it's a Panthers game day as well, by the way. Big day down here in South Florida. We got so much to get to here in the warm-up for E. Cole Electric. And uh, a big day. We're going to be talking baseball with Tim Leeper, San Francisco Giants developmental coach, and Dan Moriarty, star of NHL Cool Shots, all coming up on the program today. They'll be joining us remotely. We've got uh, Darren Moose DuPont in the bunker. How you doing, Moose? I'm doing well. How much gear did they give you? That's another new Florida Panthers shirt I uh, haven't seen. Isn't it nice? Yeah, and it's... Uh, it's very light, by the way. I've been told that I need to cover up and get out of the sun. So I'm listening about as well as I normally do. I'm yeah. still in the sun, but I'm at least covered up, Moose. So, yeah, it's, it's nice. And, and it is Panthers game day. I'm going to get to that in a moment. But, Director Jordan, if you don't mind, can you hit the quick six show horn? Because i got so much to get to. I, don't want to I do not want to dilly-dally. We're going to open up with Monday Night Football because it is Tuesday, Moose, and Justin Herbert threw for three touchdowns, and the L.A. Chargers knocked the Las Vegas Raiders from the ranks of the unbeaten with a 28-14 victory at SoFi Stadium. Austin Eckler rushed for a career-high 117 yards and scored twice for L.A. Los Angeles now 3-1 and one for the first time since 2014. Boy, did they sneak up on everybody. I really feel like they did. And now they're part of a three-way tie atop the division with Vegas and also the Denver Broncos. It's still very early. I, I saw that you posted your NFL top five. What, I don't want to spend a lot of time on Monday Night Football because I want to get to hockey. And the Raiders are who we thought they were. They were down 21 to nothing at halftime. What's the point? Why did I stay up for this? 
other than to other than to be proved that the Chargers are legit and maybe Los Angeles is the new football capital of North America. But um, this is what I've decided too, by the way, with all my new American friends. One of which is Thad. He's the manager here at the Beach House, and he's been watching the show every day. And he has said that the Canadian Football League talk loses him a little bit. But I've been flip-flopping at night, Darren. And I've been calling you, too, saying, what should I talk about? And I've settled on, I need to continue to be true to me and be the authentic me. And that is talk about what I want to talk about. And that is uh, other things. So I'm opening with the NFL. What's your take on Monday Night Football? And if you want to race through your top five, that's cool, too. Yeah, we can do that now. We can do it later. It doesn't matter. But... Monday Night Football, I mean, the Chargers, you're right. They are legit. We could be looking at an all-L.A. Super Bowl. We really could. Both the Rams and the Chargers are both real contenders. Can you imagine? Yeah, I couldn't. Like, to be there in February, but I can see it. I can see it happening. Justin Herbert's the real deal. I mean, he's an MVP candidate. Um, Probably not a front-runner, but he's a candidate for the MVP in the National Football League. And they played really well. Their defense was the biggest surprise for me, playing really well. But you can see glimpses of John Gruden's Raiders with Derek Carr. They, they could be there. I mean, when they came back in the second half and put those back-to-back scoring drives together, I'm like, okay, now we're seeing the Raiders that, every, that the Raider fans thought they were. And they had the third drive where he goes down the field to Ruggs. When they missed a field goal and didn't capitalize there, you knew the game was over. So the Raiders are kind of close. They're on the outside of the real Super Bowl contenders looking in. They could move in. They could stay out. But this was a statement game, I think, for the Chargers. Yeah, they, they fly under the radar because they reside in Los Angeles. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, well, how did they come out of nowhere? I know. Anyways, enough. Moving on to point two, National Hockey League. Because they keep tailing me down here. More hockey, more hockey, more hockey. Ivan Provorov, the former Brandon Wheat King, scored in a one-timer off a pass from Travis Koneshny 50 seconds into overtime to give the Philly Flyers a 2-1 win over the Boston Bruins and preseason play Monday night in the National Hockey League. Elsewhere, Jake Voracek had a goal and two assists to lead Columbus past Buffalo 5-3. Patrick Laine and Oliver Bjorkstrand each added a goal and an assist and Emil Bernstrom and... Boone Jenner also scored for the Jackets. Mackenzie Blackwood had 15 saves through two periods in New Jersey, beat Washington 4-1. Mackenzie Entwistle scored twice, and Jonathan Taves and Brandon Hagel each had three assists to lead Chicago past Detroit at 5-3. The Flower made 36 saves for Chicago. I'm still watching very closely, Moose, to what's going on with him. Pierre Ingval scored two goals, leading Toronto over Ottawa 3-1. I know that you're all over that one. Michael Armadio also scored for the Leafs, who got a 26-save performance from Jack Campbell. Kirill Kaprizov had a goal and two assists as Minnesota beat Colorado 3-1. Big game in Alberta. Connor McDavid and Neon Leon scored power play goals 55 seconds apart in the third as Edmonton rallied past the Flames 4-3. Calgary was up 3-0 at one point in that game. Brandon Perlini and Jesse Puljarvi also scored for the Oilers, who have now won two straight in the preseason. Miko Koskinen had 26 saves. Matthew Kachuk, Johnny Gaudreau, and Elias Lindholm had goals for the Flames. Jacob Markstrom stopped 31 shots. And Trevor Zegra scored the only goal in a three-round shootout to push the Anaheim Ducks past the San Jose Sharks. 3-2, man, I'm telling you. Watch out for the waterfowl. A duck beat a shark. How often 
does that happen, Moose? So that's what happened in the NHL preseason on Monday night, and um, I'm ready to move into the CFL, but I, your NHL take, what? Leafs one, Flames blue one, seems normal to me. Seems pretty good, yeah. I mean, watching the flower do his thing, we're starting to see more of that. It's exciting. It's exciting, and uh, hey, when the Ducks, what, are, what do they say? When the Ducks fly together, right, you can't beat them. So Ducks over the Sharks, we'll <laughs> take <true>. it. <laughs> gotcha. Um, I guess I don't need to race. I mean, I can get all these things into um, into two segments here for the warm up for E Cold Electric. But I do want I do want to talk about the CFL. I love me this the CFL. I'm not sure that it's reciprocated, but that's okay. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders signed free agent receiver Duke Williams on Monday. Everybody's talking about it, and I have a little intel on this signing. By the way, not that it's a major thing, but the six foot three, and you people in America are going to find this interesting. Those that say, you lose me with the CFL talk. Well, just stay tuned here. The six foot three, 225 pound Duke Williams returns to the CFL after spending significant time with the NFL's Buffalo Bills. He began his career in Canada with Edmonton in 2017, played two seasons north of the border. Then he signed with the Bills in January of 2019. He's appeared in five games with Buffalo, registering uh, 12 catches for 166 yards and a touchdown. You know, now that I look at that, that's not significant time in Buffalo. But he's still a CFL star. He's 28 years of age. He's from L.A. And in Edmonton, he had 15 touchdowns, 2,294 yards in two seasons in Edmonton. He could barely get onto the field in Buffalo. He's still a big deal. And the intel that I have, Moose, is that everybody's saying, oh, Cody Fajardo, Saskatchewan's quarterback, came out and called out the team management saying they don't have enough playmakers in the receiving room and the receiving core, so they went out and signed Duke Williams. Well, from what I know, and I think you do too, because we knew this late last week, that the Riders have been talking to Duke Williams for long before Saturday's game in Calgary, which Saskatchewan lost. So this is not rallying because Cody Fajardo whined, to use other people's terms, not mine, to sign him. Still a big signing for the Rough Riders, though. No, it is. It's a really big signing. And you're right. This isn't Jeremy O'Day panicking because his quarterback got upset and made some comments. This isn't a reactionary move. This is one that they had been looking at for a while. And there was a couple other teams interested as Duke Williams took the weekend to make his decision. But it, it kind of creates, okay, what are the riders going to do now? You know, where do they open up some money? What's the next move? Does this make a guy like Jordan Williams Lambert, who's underperformed, somebody that, you know, is open to being released now as, as a result? I don't know what they're going to do, but that's something that's been talked about. Um, but Duke Williams gives him that threat. Big body receiver that usually wins those 50-50 balls. So I, the Riders are a better team today than they were yesterday. What did I say? 6'2", 220-ish. He's everything that you want. And, yeah. uh, and by the way, this has just popped into my mind. Lots of time left here in this segment for E-Cold Electric, the warm-up. But I was talking to John Lynch yesterday. John Frenzy, the Don Cherry of football, the Hall of Fame Saskatchewan Rough Riders broadcaster. And he said, uh, you ever coming back from Florida? <laughs> I said, I don't know. Maybe not, John. Why Florida? Why'd you go to Florida? And I said, have you ever been to Florida? Did I tell you what he said? He no. goes, oh, 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 yes, I have. Forget that I asked that question. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> he gets That's it. what, it's, it's what you always say, right? That I just got to come down there. I've never been to Florida. It's one place I've never been. And you said once you come here, you'll, well, you yeah. won't want to leave. No, and that's, 
That's exactly it. And I, I'm getting to, I think I'm probably going to fly through this and then we'll revisit it in block two. I've just got so many things that I want to talk about here today. And one of which is the Florida Panthers tonight playing the Tampa Bay Lightning in Orlando. The hockey people here were saying, are you going to Orlando? And I'm like, ah. man, would I love to go to Orlando. Three and a half hour road trip, though. I think I'm good. I'll just watch it on Valley Sports Florida. Um, point four. Oh, and by the way, there's nothing about Florida. My phone, you know when your iPhone gets so hot that it shuts down? Yep. Have you had that happen? Yes. I'm, I'm there. I have officially reached that point. That, you know how hot it is in Florida? It's iPhone shutting down temperature hot Florida okay. in Florida. So I've had to hide it here in the shade. Um, you tell me, Clark, when we got to roll because my phone's it's overheated. Blue Jays, I've had, I've had all I can take. And you had the reaction from people on social media, too, so you know exactly what I'm talking about. Of course. And that is people saying, you, you two are too harsh on the Toronto Blue Jays. They had a great season. It's my commentary today, which airs on Cat Country 98 FM and Rock 98.5 FM. And it is, I can't take it anymore. Is this how soft we've become as a society? They missed the playoffs. I don't care that they led the majors in home runs. I don't care that they set a franchise record for home runs. I don't care that Robbie Ray is in the Cy Young conversation. And I don't care that Vladdy had an MVP season. They didn't do enough collectively to get into the playoffs. And I, it's the phrase that I was brought up with with my dad that that's good enough. When I said that to my dad one day when we were building corrals at the farm, that's good enough, dad. My dad whipped his hammer into the dirt, the claws first. I'll never, his eyes snapped, rolled in the back of his head, lost his mind. And he's like, strike the term good enough from your vocabulary. I don't ever want to hear you use it again. Do your best 100% of the time. And if you fail after doing your best, then that's fine. You got no regrets. I don't think the Toronto Blue Jays can say that. Did they have their best season? We know for a fact they did not. So all those things where people are saying what I just rattled off, all those, those are their excuses, not mine. Ricky Bobby, if you're not first, you're last. And I'm not saying you got to be the Tampa Bay Rays because they got a hell of a baseball team. Toronto had 91 wins. That's pretty damn good. But you know what? It wasn't good enough. Yeah. So I'm tired of people blowing back at us with their opinion. This is ours. If you don't like it, unfollow us. Don't watch. But don't tell me I don't know what I'm talking about because I watched this Blue Jays team all year long, and I saw them blow it. I saw them disappear for 10 days in August. If you're okay with that as Blue Jays fans, then that's your problem. I'm not okay with that. I'm yeah. tired of the pushback. You can look at a Where lot are of, you on this? You can look at a lot of good things that happened this year. The runs, the home runs, the individual performances, Robbie Ray, all of that. You can look at the win totals. But at the end of the day, yeah, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. And it's not good I, said, enough. I said yesterday, the window in baseball, especially for Toronto, in that tough division, is so small that, look, at they just missed out on an opportunity this year where they were legitimate World Series contenders. Right, We saw that in the back half of the season. They were legitimate yeah. World Series contenders. They won't get a shot at it. You know, and I look at two other big fan bases in this country. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Were you happy when they hit the goalpost and missed out on going to the Great Cup? 
because but, they had but, a good but team. But they were and, close, Darren. They were but, close. You know, Cody Fajardo put up some really good numbers. There's a lot to be happy about. What about the Toronto Maple Leafs, who led the division, got home ice advantage? Austin Matthews put up good numbers. William Nylander, Mitch Marner. They put up great numbers, great season. No, it's a disappointment because they failed to meet expectations. And maybe the expectation going into the J season wasn't as high as we said it, but once we saw them in action, those expectations rose, and we said, look, at this is a World Series caliber team, and they missed the playoffs. So I'm optimistic as all hell to get, you know, for the next year because they're going to continue to get better. And this young group, we should be really excited. But this season was a disappointment. And uh, that's the poll question, by the way. And How about that? I'm trying to. Well, that's listen. If you if you're happy with the Blue Jays season, not you, everybody else, <laughs> then you're soft. You're soft, okay? And don't get in my face and tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about because I do know what I'm talking about. They're better. They should be in the playoffs. One of them should be playing tonight in the American League Wild Card game. They should be playing against either Boston or New York, probably against the Yankees. Uh, by the way, so that's the poll question today. How, how do you feel about the Blue Jays season? Amazing, average, or disappointing? And I think, what is it? 53% say amazing. 53% <laughs> of you are soft as baby poo. That's what I'm going to say. And you know who I'm talking about, too. <laughs> Anyways, the warm-up's brought to you by Ecole Electric. Our annual fall promotion sale is on now with special pricing on hundreds of in-stock items. Ecole Electric, let's get to work. Said it yesterday, I'll say it again. You show me a good loser, I will show you a loser. Anyways, I got more points to get to, Moose, okay? Yeah. We'll come back right after the break. We're live from the beautiful beach house in Pompano Beach, Florida. You are watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV. Today, YouTube Live, no Facebook, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston, do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with a performance package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Trust me, you're listening to a happy customer. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. Trust me. There you are, just down the street. That's where we are. Beautiful Pompano Beach, Florida. We are in the beach house. I'm just getting everything ready to roll here. Oh, there's just so much going on. And I called uh, Moose yesterday after the show for our little post-show meeting. 
And I said, I don't feel like we we accomplished very much yesterday <laughs> or on the show on Monday because there's just so much going on. Yeah. And uh, I don't know who this is. I'm not, actually, I'm not going to read the troll comments. They're wondering why I'm ranting when I'm in such a beautiful locale. I'm just tired of being told that I don't know what I'm talking about. It's, it's one thing to have opinions. I'm okay with everybody's opinion. Just get out of my ass when it comes to mine. That's all. And uh, anyways, moving on. Not like this is a uh, bad thing at all, Darren, but I just I got so, so much going on here. The sun's just about to come behind this canopy, and then I will be not dying of heat stroke. Um, moving on, my next point is number five. It's for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. They issued a statement regarding receiver Kenny Lawler. And here's a statement from the CFL's Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Their star wide receiver, by the way, who had two touchdowns on Friday Night Football in BC. Kenny informed the team today of his arrest for operating a motor vehicle while impaired early this morning. Upon further investigation, the club has suspended Kenny for Friday's game and has reported the incident to the league office. We take this incident very seriously and have spoken at length with Kennedy th- uh, Kenny throughout the day. Kenny recognizes the seriousness of the situation and that this type of behavior is unacceptable and inexcusable. He has agreed to seek assistance as it relates to alcohol abuse and has cooperated fully with police on the matter from everything i hear about kenny the king lawler he's a tremendous kid obviously a great football player uh that sucks for him it's we could sit here every day and talk about people that are on the right or wrong side of the law kenny lawler made a mistake i don't think he has a history of this and it's interesting that there's that and as i was driving to pompano beach house today uh, darren i was listening to wqam south florida sports superstation 560 a.m all over urban meyer like people gotta understand if you haven't been to florida this they love football like canadians love hockey but times 10. so for urban meyer to be the coach just up the coast here in jacksonville how much fun do you think they're having with urban meyer the coach of the jaguars being caught in a bar with some young girl grinding his lap like and i guess my point on all that the host on the radio this morning here in miami was saying I don't like to talk about people's personal issues, but da, 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 and went on for like 10 minutes on it. I'm like, well, why are you talking about it then? So I guess Kenny Lawler is just the latest guy that slipped up. And I say, God help any of the sanctimonious bastards that come down on people for making a mistake in life, particularly when it's a first time offense. So where are you today? on Kenny Lawler facing the music and Urban Meyer continuing to face the music, which, by the way, they face your Titans this week. you got to be the happiest guy in the world because all the <laughs> meetings that are going on behind closed doors with the Jaguars pertain with Urban Meyer being boozed up in Columbus with a girl gyrating in his lap, and they're not getting ready for the Tennessee Titans this weekend. Yeah, I, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish that were the case. They're getting ready for the Titans. <laughs> you just know that they are. But, but, but... This distraction is hanging over their heads. And now you got players that are sitting there when Urban Meyer is trying to, you know, come down on them and, and keep them on the straight and narrow and avoid distraction and football, football, football. And it's a double standard now because he clearly isn't. But it's a one-time thing. And with Kenny Lawler, too, like, again, the people that we talk to, I mean, I don't know Kenny Lawler, so I don't know what kind of a guy he is. Never met him. But look it, we make mistakes. We make mistakes. Pro athletes make mistakes. It's again, we talk about this all the time. And we don't say, hey, everybody's got a free pass to make mistakes. So go do whatever you want. 
You got one for free. We're not condoning that. But I think the team's handling it really well. They came out internally with an internal suspension. They informed the league that this happened. They're handling it. And we're going to move forward. So when we do something that breaks the rules or the law or isn't right or a code of conduct, you face the punishment, you rehabilitate, you learn from it, and you come back better. So he's going to do the time. It yeah. doesn't matter if you got a big football game this week, and you'll do the time. He'll come back. He'll be fine. Put it in the rearview mirror, and we move on. Yeah, well, and that's the thing is because I've done it so many times, you know, I'm not sitting here at the pulpit looking down on these guys or anybody because God knows I was the worst offender. Never had a DUI. Should have had a million. Just thank God I didn't. But when you do screw up, you got to face the music, pay the piper, fall on your sword, as I say it, and move on. And that's what Kenny Lawler's doing. And um, I just hope that he doesn't doesn't have to pay for this forever. And and thank God he appears to have been the only one hurt by this mistake that he made. Uh, By the way, now would be a good time to talk about the Aurora Recovery Center for a second. Addiction. It destroys relationships, families, and lives. But the good news is that addiction is a treatable illness. At Aurora Recovery Center, we provide everything you need to build a solid foundation for your recovery with holistic, evidence-based treatment tailored to each individual. Located in Gimli, Manitoba, on the shores of beautiful Lake Winnipeg, Aurora can help regardless of whether or not you feel ready or have tried before. Aurora Recovery Center, recovery for life. Visit their website for more information at auroracoverycenter.com. I've been there. It's beautiful. It's not as beautiful as this, but it's pretty beautiful. My next point, Moose, as we move on, and I feel a lot more settled today than I did yesterday. I just felt we were too all over the place yesterday. I let too many people get into my head. And here we have, we are a little more focused today. Yeah. And I will get to these comments in a second, but it's just about you and me right now. We got a lot of time left here in block two before we bring in Tim Leeper of the San Francisco Giants. But I just want to talk about the Florida Panthers tonight against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, I don't know what other games there are in the NHL. And there are people that are saying, there's a lot of NHL scouts that are writing me going, oh, oh yeah, big Panthers fan now, eh? And I said, no, the Vegas Golden Knights are still my number one team. But here's the thing that you need to know, and I'm not sure if we told this story on the air or not. I know we talked about it. I just can't remember if it was on the phone or or on the air. But the Vegas Golden Knights are not suffering from media coverage. They are not. Last time I was there, I asked for a seat in the press box, and Gary Lawless of the Golden Knights is like, you're not getting in the press box. No, no, there's no room in there. It's like over 100 media here. There's acres of empty seats at Florida Panthers uh, games. I've been there. I don't know if that's going to change in the regular season or not, but it it shouldn't. Like, we've talked about the importance of the preseason. And the roster came out this morning. I got the roster emailed to me by the Panthers, and I saw Joe Thornton on the roster, number 19 for the Florida Panthers. What number did he wear for the Leafs last year? Darren, do you remember 97, that? I think. Memorable. 97, yeah. Was it? That was 97 was. Ballsy of him. He had worn that in the Olympics when uh, Joe Sackick, I think, was 19, or Steve Eiserman. That's how long Joe Thornton's been around the game. So he, 97 was his alternate number. 19 would be his, his number preferred. Right. So I guess that's my point is the difference between the Florida Panthers versus the Vegas Golden Knights. And the Arizona Coyotes, forget it. Like, literally forget it. 
I tried to do this with them. They weren't interested. But so many people have said to me, you know, why? Like Lynch on the phone yesterday. John Lynch. Why Florida? Have you ever been here? And um, well, how did you? How, how did you make this happen? I said, I called up the teams and said, I'm bringing my show to South Florida. What, what can we do together? And the teams literally rolled out the red carpet. Florida, like, I can tell you this right now. I'm coming back, like, before long, because the Florida Panthers have accredited me for the entire season. And it's, it's very hard for Canadians. And Clark has told me that Tim Leeper is watching right now. He's an honorary Canadian. He coached the Blue Jays first base for many years. It's very hard, I think, for Canadian NHL fans to realize that a team like the Florida Panthers might struggle for media attention, or for that matter, any U.S.-based hockey team, because in Canada, my God, the teams are literally up there next to God. Like the VP of communications for the Panthers, we had a very long meeting the other night in the uh, press box at FLA Live Arena. And she's like, how do you get treated by Canadian NHL teams? I said, largely big-timed. And she kind of laughed. She said, well, we're not going to do that. You know, and (laughs) I just, I can't tell you how great it's been. And then I didn't get into this, but she said, you got to meet Randy Moeller. He's our uh, head of the Alumni Association. I'm like, well, where's Randy? Because he's sitting right behind you. Let's go meet him. (laughs) So it was unbelievable, Moose. So anyways, I guess it would be hard for for Canadian NHL fans to realize that some teams in America would struggle for media coverage when it's the National Hockey League. Would that surprise you? Yeah, no, it doesn't surprise me because I know. But but the fans, yeah, like, I get it. You know, there's so much coverage and it shouldn't be an issue and it's professional sports and a good team in Florida they're going to have as well. But no, I get that. And, And the game with Tampa, I mean... To me, this is, this is a budding rivalry and could be one of the best rivalries in the game. Coming off that great playoff series, moving forward, this is, this is you know, one of the great matchups in the National Hockey League right now. And I'll look forward to every time the, the Lightning and, and Panthers play this year. Well, and, and by the way, I've been picking up and listening to clues. Uh, it was in the Miami Herald the other day that with the Panthers, with this solid team, and people kind of gets camouflaged that they lost out to Tampa Bay in game six of a first-round series last year. The the, the eventual Stanley Cup champions. This is a very good team that Florida lost out to last year. They're like, the Dolphins suck. The Marlins suck. The Heat aren't what they used to be. So they said the Panthers are hoping to take center stage here in Florida with a great team because they haven't won a playoff series since 1996. The vaunted team, which everybody forgets. Yeah, they made it to the Stanley Cup final and they had the Rats and Scott Mellenby and yep. blah, 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 blah. They still didn't win a game. So what I keep hearing from the Florida media and Florida hockey people is that the team is struggling for attention. And I'm thinking, well, we can give them that. And... Game Plus is carried on the TDS cable carrier here in all across Florida. So that's why I think it's been a perfect match. Um, before we break, I'm going to read a couple of comments here, Moose, uh, from Rob Somerville. It says, Florida Panthers have always had issues with attendance since their entry into the league. Once October, November rolls around, the Snowbirds are the only ones attending games. Well, that situation is about to change, I guarantee it slap shot line uh regarding the blue bombers 
Uh, James Zalstra says, Rod, are you moving to Florida, man? Just watch it. Enjoy the show. You'll find out in due time. Uh, Rob goes on to say the lawless, sorry, the Lawler suspension was uh, absolutely handled correctly by the Blue Bombers. Good on Lawler for seeking out the help for the situation. Naaman Roosevelt will definitely be a good replacement for him. I read that. Um, Scott Powell the, watching in North Carolina. Yeah, go right. I read that on the board, and I'm like, Gary Lawless got suspended? What did he do? <laughs> you saw the same thing. And then I read it. It was Lawler, so, yeah. Scott Powell watching in North Carolina says, I agree. They're humans. They should be judged as so. Heck, a coach getting a lap dance has nothing to do with X's and O's of football. Well, of course. In injecting some common sense here. Now, Urban Meyer's wife, grandkids, may feel differently. But who the hell are we to judge? That's between them. Anyways, uh, we got Tim Leeper loaded up and ready to roll. Anything else, Moose, before we uh, let you go and bring you back? It was a recruiting visit, okay? It was a recruiting visit. Her son is a great quarterback. Bourbon Myers. Wait a second. We don't recruit in the NFL anymore? Okay. That's funny. Well, if you look at the Jaguars' record, maybe not. Um, from the general in Calgary says, the lightning probably suck all of Florida's attention, leaving none for the Panthers. Again, that's about to change. Panthers and Lightning meeting tonight at, Am at uh, not Amelie Arena, Amway Arena in beautiful Orlando, Florida. Okay, Moose, we'll see you in a bit. You bet. Tim Leeper of the San Francisco Giants, the NL West pennant-winning San Francisco Giants, joins us next. You're watching the RP Show live from the Pompano Beach Beach House in South Florida on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. RP Show continues from beautiful South Florida. That's Robbie's down in the Florida Keys. You may recognize that from a few scenes from Bloodline. Very popular Netflix series. Major League Baseball playoffs get rolling. The American League wild card game will feature Boston versus the New York Yankees. In the NL, it's the Dodgers against the Cardinals on Wednesday with the right to go up against this guy, San Francisco Giants. Tim Leeper joins us. The last time we joined Tim, or he joined us, was uh, he was in Scottsdale, Arizona, working out those Giants prospects. How you doing, Timbo? I'm doing great. I'm not in Scottsdale, Arizona anymore, but I'm also not in uh, sunny Florida. But we do have beautiful fall Muskoka colors right now, so it's perfect. Ah, good, good to hear from you. Always good to see your smiling face, my friend. And listen, can I say congratulations on a franchise record, 107 wins and the NL West pennant? I mean, what a season for the Giants. 
Well, it's been absolutely crazy. I mean, it's it's one of those dream seasons that like everything that could go right did go right. I mean, they prepared for it. You know, they're doing things a little bit differently than other teams are doing it. You got buy-in from everybody. You got great production from older players, like and all the magical things that happen in in the course of, of having to win 107 games because that's almost nearly impossible to do, especially in this day and age. Uh, it's, it's it's been magical, and, and hopefully it continues into the playoffs. It'll be great. It's been great to watch all year. It should be fun to watch in the postseason too. Well, by the way, Tim Fryer, we got a lot of new viewers since I've been down here in South Florida. They've been checking it out. So a lot of our recurring guests are new to the folks that are watching our show here. Tim was the first base coach for many years with the Toronto Blue Jays uh, when they put up pennants uh, in the Rogers Center 2015 and 2016. And listen, I thought of you when the Giants clinched on Sunday because I know how good it feels, right? You're, can you tell our viewers what your role is with the San Francisco Giants, by the way? Because this was year one, correct? This is year two, but COVID year doesn't really count. So oh. unless you count Zoom calls, which we were all tired of. But uh, it's, it was great. But I'm the uh, outfield and base running coordinator for their minor league system. So that, that's, that's my job. Right. So when they got the pennant, I was like, yes, for Tim. Because you must have been feeling the exact same way. When you join a club like that, it's just nice to have success right away. Pretty much ensures job security for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it also in the big leagues when it when it when you win in the big leagues it takes all the pressure off the minor league guys because they think all oh, they, they they all did a great job but it's such a great feeling and to be a part of something that's that's winning and it is it's a i hate to use the c word but it is a culture you know we all feel in the minor leagues we pull for these guys every day we have relationships with them i mean it's awesome to see i can remember going through it and obviously with the blue jays back in 2015 i can remember that night that we wrapped it up and it, it was cold it was raining we we played it it was a double header we wrapped it up during the first game of a doubleheader. Uh, the coolest thing, it was Alex Anthopoulos, it was Tony LaCava, it was Perry Manassian. All these guys sitting in the stands and it was all Blue Jay fans and the people congratulating them. And it was, it was such a feeling at that time being on the field and having our front office sitting right behind us. I, like We were all in this together. We went through it together and now we're re reaping the benefits of it. It was the feeling of it is so special. I've been in this game every day of my life, but that was a feeling that I never experienced before, but it was such a cool feeling of togetherness with everybody. And even though you're in the minor leagues with the giants and you're not there physically to see it, you still kind of feel that same sense of family and camaraderie. And, and, and you're just proud when you work for something that's really good. Like all the people that work on your show, uh, it's just such a great feeling. Absolutely. It's a team effort, of course. And that's why I thought of you immediately. So I'll say congratulations again. And I'm glad that it does feel good. Now, let me ask you this. I, I, I make no mistake or bones about the fact that I'm a hockey guy and a football guy. I think I spent 37 years combined between the, the two leagues I was in. <clears throat> I am that old, Tim. But 107 <laughs> wins, we I'm might say in those leagues, did, did you empty the tank? in the regular season or is that not a thing in baseball man it's 107 wins out of 162 games it's almost like well how much do you have left for the playoffs is that a thing in baseball it's a thing in baseball but it's definitely not a thing with us i mean we we battled injuries all year i mean there was everybody was down one thing we low one thing we really went on is load management i mean buster posey was hot as could be but we never wrote him out and, and didn't play him uh every single day and then his results as a result of that like really really were, were good we had pitching injuries all year it was it was the constant it's the way we run our team we kind of turn the game upside down in terms of like trying to get matchups and trying to win games early and trying to do those things that you usually wait till the seventh, eighth, or ninth inning to do. You know, 
the one thing the Giants done is is do it in early in the game. So it's really kind of interesting. And we we were able to like survive downtime from Alex Wood, uh, Kevin Gosman. You know, uh, Webb was down for a while. Um, I'm sorry, Jake McGee was down for a while. Um, it's been it's just been great. So it's been a total team effort. It's been a total organization effort because not only did they use the 26 guys in the big leagues, they really used their AAA team. They rotated guys in and out. And I think the one thing they do more religiously than anybody is look for matchups as early as you possibly can. And a lot of people shake their heads at it, but you can't argue with the success they've had this year. I, I, one thing that's kind of a byproduct of all this is the players always feel like they're everyday players. I mean, they may, they may start two, three days a week. Like, there's no really true bench player. There's guys that play. So the result of that or the, or the kind of the byproduct is that like we, we set a major league record for pinch hit home runs, but it's not from guys that sit for a week straight and then come in and hit off their closure. It's for guys that would probably start two or three days a week, and then they come in and, and they feel like they're an everyday player and they're, they're in a groove with their swing. So when they have these pinch hits, it doesn't seem real foreign to them. It's, just, it's been pretty fascinating to watch, and it, it really changes the way you think about things. So you don't know who your opponent will be. As I said off the top here, you'll play the winner of the Dodgers-Cardinals meeting. You know, well, you know them very well. You know the Dodgers better because you've been battling them all year <laughs> to win that pennant. What they finish with 106 wins, too, right? Like... It, Dumb question would be, who do you want to play? Um, I, I, what's it going to be like sitting in that game Wednesday night? Or, yeah, Wednesday night. It's, uh, I, I, I don't think it matters who you play. I mean, again, we won the season season with the, uh, season series with the Dodgers. It's a playoff, so you just have to play well. You have to take care of business. The fact that it's a best of five is really scary. I, I really love the best of seven more than the best of five because some fluky things can happen. But I think, you know, we, we played probably in the are in probably the second best division of baseball because if you look at the American League East and having four teams in the, in the playoff hunt and four teams with 90 wins, the East is the East is a beast, but the, but even with the Padres who had a really down year, we came in with high expectations. It's a super competitive division. I mean, the only team that was really a you know not great was was the Diamondbacks and even the Rockies that take a lot of heat for how bad they were and they went through a GM change this year. You know, they were a really good team, especially at home. So I think they're prepared for everything. They, they've been battle tested. I mean, no one expected them to win the season series against the Dodgers. Uh, nobody expected them to even make the playoffs, let alone win a record, you know, record breaking uh, number of wins in the regular season. So I think they're ready. I mean, this team is like one of those teams of destiny where, where great things have happened to them all year and they hope it continues in the playoffs. Hey, lastly, Tim Leeper, because you spent so many years with the Blue Jays, can you settle an argument for us? I say the Blue Jays season's disappointing because it went down to the final day. They blew a lot of games. I'm sure all teams feel that they blew some games. How should the Blue Jays and their fans feel about this 2021 season? It's funny you say that because you always see it from the one lens, right? Hey, they blew some games. They blew some games. You never count. You never put into account that the other teams, the other games that the teams just gave you because they stunk too. <laughs> that never factors in into that statement. So it's a great season. The thing that for me is like they had a chance. You know, obviously those games that were early when the bullpen was a mess, and then even late when they really didn't go after bullpen help. The thing that scares me a little bit is the fact that windows are really small in this game. You got a CBA coming up. And you don't know what's going to happen for next year. But when you have a team that's historically as good as this team was offensively and not to be able to get into the tournament at the end of the year, that's a, that's that's tough because there's no guarantee that that's going to turn over into the next year. But to see the core of guys that you do have here 
That, that's always going to be exciting. You know, I think obviously the Marcus Simeon situation is going to be a giant one. Like this guy came in and, and I said it the other day, he was like a unicorn's unicorn. I mean, he was, he's, he's such a great player. He plays every single day. He's such a mentor to guys in the clubhouse and his presence is, is worth so many wins ever. Now we had David Price and David Price, we only had David Price for a month. And he wasn't with us the next year, but I also know there was a hangover effect that like what he brought to our club kind of stayed with us into the next year. If they don't get Simeon back, which I'm not saying, I mean, I, they have just as good a chance to, as anyone to get him back. Um, does that, does that, does his presence still stay there even though he's not there? But that's a big one. I just say it was a good year. It was a fun year. You should be proud of the guys that played here. A lot of these guys came up through the organization. Uh, they're great guys. They had a lot of adversity playing in three different places. So there's there's kind of it's kind of a, it's kind of two things like like man it stinks that you didn't get there but also you should be really proud of of what they did and and one thing about all this they show how much they love the city the players show how much they love the city show how much they love Canada and as you go into next season there's every reason in the world to be optimistic and be hopeful and be excited about what they're going to do Hey, wonderful answer. And uh, Tim, because the Jays are out, I don't really have a rooting interest, so it'll be the Giants for you. So good luck, man. I'll be pulling yes. for the Giants, and I appreciate the time as always, buddy. We need all the fans in Florida that we can possibly get. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thanks, Tim. All right, enjoy the ball. Tim Leeper joining Take care. us Great uh, talking to you. San Francisco Giants. Other, the great Tim Leeper joining us, uh, longtime Blue Jays first base coach, now the San Francisco Giants. We'll take a timeout, bring the moose back in, get to a sports update today on this Tuesday. We're live from the Beach House in Pompano Beach, Florida. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Another beautiful day in sunny South Florida. RP show continues. We're into the final segment of hour one. And before we bring the moose back, I'm going to read you a sports update. Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl each had a power play goal in the third period as the Edmonton Oilers rallied past the Calgary Flames 4-3 on Monday night. Calgary had built a 3-0 lead before the Oilers' offense came alive. Earlier, Pierre Engvall scored two goals to lead the Ottawa Senators. 3-1. The Leafs play their second straight preseason game tonight as they host the Montreal Canadiens. Leafs head coach Sheldon Keefe said defenseman Jake Muzzin and Travis Dermott were day-to-day -day and may crack the lineup for tonight's tilt. Later, the Vancouver Canucks host the expansion Seattle Kraken and of course at Amway Arena in Orlando, Florida. It's the Florida Panthers up against the Tampa Bay Lightning. That is the game of the night. Da-da-dun. Da-da-dun. The Anaheim Ducks have assigned goaltender Gage Alexander to the Winnipeg Ice. Alexander selected in the fifth round, 148th overall in the 2021 NHL draft by the Ducks, took part in their training camp this year. He's from Okotoks, Alberta, and completed his second season with the Ice last year in the COVID-shortened WHL campaign. One of baseball's oldest rivalries will be renewed in tonight's American League wildcard game. Garrett Cole gets the start for the New York Yankees. The Boston Red Sox in the one-and-done playoff. Nathan Eovaldi will take to the mound for Boston. The winner advances to the American League Division Series, and they'll face Tampa 
And Monday night was the first full night of NBA preseason action with the Raptors playing in Scotiabank Arena for the first time since February 28th, 2020. They beat the 76ers 123-107. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games. Book your group or business Christmas party now for the Tab Brewhouse and drive Through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. That leaves you about 45 seconds. Moose, I'm going to ask you this. <laughs> Who are you pulling for, if anybody, in the uh, Major League Baseball playoffs since the Jays are done? Oh, boy. Nobody. We'll watch the games. And I know when I start watching the games, <clears throat> excuse me, then I'll, I'll start pulling for somebody. But I don't have a team right now. I'm still kind of, like, disappointed in the Jays. So, <laughs> um, don't have a team. Well, cheer for the San Francisco Giants and Tim Leifer. But I'm glad that you're with me. We agree on something, that it was a disappointing season for the Blue Jays. We'll pick that apart a little more coming up next hour. I think Tim Leifer agrees with us. Hour two straight ahead here on Game Plus Television Network. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.